1: I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy, they're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Thank you very much, Rick Regan, who, interestingly enough, is from Boca Raton, Florida. He's from here, our big voice guy. How about that? He has given me several rest. Thank you. That guy. He's from Boca. Yeah, he's given me lots of restaurant recommendation that we have yet to take him up on, but we're going to be here for a while. We got time to hit them all. We got some great audience participation here as we uh, hip hop into our two. You know where I am. Darren Moose DuPont is in Lake Country, Candle Lake, Saskatchewan. It's up there in the sticks, uh, north of Prince Albert, beautiful part of the world. I bet you it's really beautiful this time of year. We have three topics on the table, two of now one's come up since you left us most we have our seven burning questions for the nhl team's going to carry canadian nhl team's going to carry us through a lot of our two here obviously people so they're not done on the Mike babcock paul Sonette story spitting and chicklets and uh, we'll get your take on that and Uh, in a second i want your take on the news that the xfl and the usfl are merging and the announcement is due by the end of the week and again who didn't see that coming i just from the audience leanne writes in not your leanne darren another one and says uh she goes rod do you have a pet parrot or am i just hearing florida's nature yes i do have a pet parrot his name is darren how about that (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, it's the nature here, and I'm happy Darren came down whenever it was, I think, April for our 1,000th show. And that's why I wanted to be outside, have everything exactly the way I want. I want to be outside doing this show. These are natural birds. And I think I said to you, Darren, there's a bird around the house that sounds like a car alarm. I now get where they came up with the sound of a car alarm. It's like brrr, woo woo woo, brrr, woo woo. It's like a car alarm, but the Jeep doesn't have a car alarm on it, so I know it's an actual bird. Isn't this like? I think it's the greatest place in the world. You don't?
2: It's pretty awesome. I'll tell you that it's pretty awesome. We have slight differing opinions on best place in the world, but you know what? They're all great. And I was down there with you. It's great. Like I can attest, it's pretty great.
1: Arlen Bruce III writes in, two-time great cap champion. He says, the RP show my fave. I cut my dreadlocks off. I got a fresh new cut. My waves will be in my hair soon. I'm Hall of Fame bust ready. <laughs> oh, you want to go there? You want to go there? Um, don't get me going about Hall of Fame's. They killed it. I put it in my 10 things column last week. I don't, want, I don't need to repeat this, but Ron Dugay, you, know, you were watching that episode two weeks ago where he's like, Rod, what do you think about Henrik Lundqvist getting into the Hall of Fame? I think it's great, Dukes. Yeah, but he didn't win anything. Doesn't matter anymore. Oh. <laughs> they've, they've killed it. They've killed it. And that's why I get ticked off about it, AB. You should be in there. a lot of people should be in there that aren't and it's just not that important anymore um on the mike babcock thing a couple things jeff the stamps fan writes in and says by the standard of the day some thought don cherry was offensive too my dad didn't like don cherry that's fine i loved him near the end not as much but i I'm not saying Biz should be canceled. What I'm saying is I'm not interested to listening to his podcast. And we're even here, we're towing the line with things that I'm not comfortable with. Jordan Ewart writes in from Regina and he says, what bothered me about Biz's initial take on the phone slash pictures thing as he was talking about guys having blank blank on their phone, I feel this was mishandled and is unfair to Baz, uh, sorry, Babs once the genie's out of the bottle you can't stuff it back in you know that's the one thing about babs or sorry with biz here right somebody sent me the clip he's now saying i didn't mean for him to get fired what did you mean biz you had to know this was gonna happen like for instance with what i said that got me fired i owned it i don't have a problem with it bye bye just pay me own it, biz. I don't like that he's walking it back. How do you feel about that in the most recent spitting chiclets?
2: Yeah, I saw the clip, but he also, you know, it's interesting because it does walk it back a little bit. You're right. And then the other side of it, but he said, We're a players' podcast. And if you step out of line, he's kind of pointed out the old school guys, then we're going to come after you um, to keep them honest. Um, and the thing is, is it ends up being that there's more stories out there that we haven't heard yet that are even worse. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's it's going to happen again. They're going to, you know, if, if coaches are out of line and it gets to the, to the players and to, to Biz and Witt and the guys on spitting Chicklets, they're going to talk about it again and come after the coach. It's, it's going to happen.
1: So the poll question today before we move on any further which is brought to you by key auto group and it is every day with the key auto group most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty guaranteed go to keyautogroup.ca slash the key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements the key auto group here to take care of you the poll question is are you a fan or a follower of Spit and chiclets i voted no darren voted yes away we go it's not it's not The end of the world one way or the other. Spitting chocolates is going to do just great. And I'll sum it up before we move on on one last thing. I've seen coaches do a hundred times worse things than Mike Babcock, and it's never been brought up. It's been buried. I've seen it with my own eyes. You want to come at me for witnessing and not doing anything? I probably should have. Right? There's whatever. How come these coaches get away with it and Babs doesn't? How come Biz can say these outrageously offensive things on the podcast yet be on the nhl on tnt right beside wayne gretzky i don't get it but it doesn't matter i don't care anymore It used to keep me up at night i literally don't care anymore on the football talk about the nfl claiming that the players association is encouraging their running backs to fake injuries in order to help and give them leverage in contracts. Like, I don't even understand this. Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba writes in, and we bring this up because we talked about it last hour. It was in the news. Wilf says, hi, Rod and Moose. The NFL realized there is an abundance of running backs. Next position will be quarterbacks. They're way overpaid. You might be right, Wilf. I'm not interested in arguing with really anybody. I'm not a controversial guy, but they just realized running backs are a dime a dozen. Roy Shivers told me that 20 years ago. And by the way, quarterbacks are not a dime a dozen, so that's why they're getting all the money. What do you think about that statement? Agree or disagree?
2: I disagree. I I would go as far to say the quarterbacks are underpaid. Um... Because you can't pay enough money to have a good quarterback. If I'm running an NFL team or any pro team, I'll slip you and your age in a blank check. You can fill it out. Because I need a good quarterback. That's how important they are. I would would give me running backs you've never heard of in exchange for a great quarterback. Um, that's how valuable there you need a quarterback. Tell me a team that's won without a quarterback. I mean, yes, there will be instances, but not a lot, not a lot.
1: No, no. And, but what's interesting about that and the football people just perked up, I feel because it's a, not a chicken in the egg, but a, uh, it's just a highly delicate situation that I do talk with, with my football people regularly. Because I think quarterbacks are overpaid. They're like you. They think they're underpaid or they at least say you got to pay to get a good one. I'm like, that's fine. But Connor Murray, y'all, the guys that signed him to the whatever the deal is, $42 million a year, they're all gone now. Steve Kine, the general manager, and Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, they whiffed on it. So you better damn well make sure you got the right one. Or Derek Carr in Vegas, they're just lucky that he wanted out of Vegas. Or that would have been a far stickier situation. Why couldn't the 49ers move Jimmy Garoppolo forever? Because of money. So that's, do you know what I'm saying? Like you, I, 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 yeah. It's okay giving them the money. I don't have a problem with it. You better make damn sure you got the right one. And that's yes. not easy.
2: No, it's not. It's not easy at all. Uh, That's the job. That's the tough part is deciding who you're going to give the bag to and committing to. But in terms of, you know, getting quarterbacks and finding them, I mean, I'd be drafting a quarterback every year in the draft, every year, just to find the right one. Because how many times do you draft a quarterback in the first, second, third round, and they don't pan more often than not, it feels like. So I would just keep drafting and I don't I wouldn't really care about making your quarterback room upset. It's like, we got to find the right guy. I don't care how much, how long it takes.
1: Well, that's the proper way to go about it. And I relate it to hockey just because I understand it more Uh, in Vegas with Kelly McCrimmon. He kept firing coaches and firing goalies until he got what he wanted. Right. And the ones that he he can win him a championship. (laughs) And then he won. Yeah, 111. It's 111 Eastern, everybody. 1111 Mountain. Tough tough times don't last, Moose. Tough people do. So, people just envision um, a positive outcome to your current quagmire. That's what you got to do. I don't think anybody would want me to be the boss because I've looked at McCrimmon now and just said that's the way I would do it. And I was talking to a football guy the other day, by the way, in the States. And I said, if I was running a team or a business, I would just keep hiring until I got the right people, firing until I got the right people. He's like, yep. But I'm not the boss. Don't want to be. Kurt is watching in Saskatoon, 902-518-3033. He writes in on the text line and he says, "Uh, I loved Coach Phil. And he's right. This was last hour. Coach Phil reacts. I don't even know the guy's last name. Coach Phil, it's all I know. It's all all we need. He says it's not if you get injured in football, it's when. It's inevitable. Great take by Phil. Oh, it's I used this analogy long ago. Sorry to bring this up, but I hope it doesn't trigger people. But there were some people that died in Lethbridge, they fell down an elevator shaft in a hotel. And I was like, we're not banning elevators because this happened. It's a tragedy. It's crappy. But it happened. Do you know what I mean? Now, we got to ban turf because Aaron Rodgers snapped his Achilles. Knee jerk. You know what I mean? It's, it happened. Uh, yeah. I want to go back to the hockey thing because I'm just so pumped up about it we went through the west and for those that weren't watching or listening in hour one i will probably spend the good balance of the rest of this hour on this seven burning questions for seven canadian nhl teams in vancouver is rick talkett gonna be the guy the and you know what i mean by that in edmonton this was serena's suggestion how far should the orders be expected to go I expect them to go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. And once you get there, probably win it. But I expect they'll go that far. Calgary, can Ryan Huska be that guy? I really think he can. I've known him a long time and I believe in him. And Winnipeg, has the culture changed enough? I don't think anybody can answer that question. But we'll start to find out once they start playing some games here. And then with Toronto... I have what I think is their burning question, but I'd like to know yours since you're the Leafs fan in the house.
2: Mine would be, has the core matured enough? Mm. Are they mature enough to bear down and, and you know, dig deep and do the things that are necessary to win in the playoffs? We know that they can win in the regular season. We know they're talented enough. But are they mature enough to win in the playoffs?
1: Well, oh, <laughs> I'm. You, somebody wrote me here from Lethbridge the other day and said, you look really zen down there in Florida, really calm. And I said, because it's taken me two bloody years to get it figured out in a variety of ways. Like I'm here and I'm not going anywhere for a long time. But what I've also realized is to turn the television off. And what did I say last hour? Turn on my phone off once this show's over. It was driving me insane and uh, that's on me i should have realized i should have turned it off a lot earlier my phone the television whatever because in toronto you can hear that austin matthews hates it here he doesn't have privacy uh he wants to go play at home he wants to go play in scottsdale he wants to play his contract out and then make as much as he wants somewhere all that really was a lie it was all just bunk it's filler yeah, one of those hockey guys this morning was upset at Elliot Friedman. He's like, who the hell is this Elliot Friedman? What's he ever done in hockey? He goes, but I get it. He's got a fill time. He's got to get downloads on his podcast. That's all true. But were you, were you surprised that Austin Matthews signed the extension for, what is it, three more? Were you surprised when it came down last month?
2: No, I wasn't. Um, no? No, I think, you know, maybe he wants to play in Scottsdale. And, and if he wants to, he will one day, but I think, you know, and I don't know Austin Matthews or the people around him, but I think he probably wants to win too. And I think, you know, this is the window for that, for the Leafs. Um, The window could be as long as Austin's there, but this is the real window where you can reasonably expect to keep the core together. And so it's like, let's take care of that. And then I can, if I win, then I can feel good about going wherever I want and doing whatever I want to do. But I think guys, even though they might act aloof and, you know, not serious i think they still want to win and, and winning is what really cements your legacy in the game you look at all the guys oh, yeah. who have points and have done really well and are thought highly of but never won anything they're not thought about in the same class as you know the eisermans or the joe Sakic's or the guys who who won you know even crosby and and ovechkin now that he's got his cup
1: one of the nhl guys in calgary and i can't remember which one Because I was around all of them. We're tight now. Me and the Calgary hockey community. But they said, with a straight face, Austin Matthews is this close to going down in history as the greatest Toronto Maple Leaf ever. So you have a a very good question there with yours. Mine is kind of similar to yours. Mine is, is this the year? It's slightly, it's an obvious question, but it's similar to yours. You know, it's similar to yours? Um they need to mature to win the stanley cup leaves fans say this is our year but they say it every year but now we all think it's their year (laughs) is it yeah we got to get to montreal and ottawa and i want to get the audience's answers to these questions jersey Jim coming up later on this hour too we're live on the game plus television network we're on the radio in atlanta wqee youtube apple and spotify Hey, collectors, register for the Premier Sports Card Convention, where collectors, enthusiasts, and sports lovers unite to celebrate the beauty and value of their treasured items. Taking place in Red Deer, Alberta at the Parkland Pavilion, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Get your tickets and more information at premiersportscardcon.ca. Let's bring the moose in, if I may. We're having a great show today. I appreciate everybody for chiming in uh, and being a part of it. And hey, Colin in Ottawa, I was actually hoping that you'd be part of the show today in the audience, and you are. So stay tuned. I'm going to get to you in a second. um, With all our seven burning questions, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Um, says the Winnipeg Jets will answer that question, Rod. Mine was, have they fixed the culture? He says, I hope you and Moose still have your Winnipeg Jets playoff shirts I gave you, bro. Jets, 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 whiteout. Well, let's remember that they made the playoffs last year with a terrible culture. So how good could they be if they fixed it? You're saying yes, but we don't know the answer to that, John. Nobody knows that. Ted in Red Deer, before I look at the other teams, and Colin, by the way, in Ottawa, I want your question for the Senators, because I don't really know what their question would be. I mean, I could find one, but it would be weak. From an Ottawa guy, a Sens fan, what's the one burning question you have? And Ted in Red Deer says, my Leaf question would be, what result would cause them to switch out of the Shanna plan? And uh, I'm sure your mind's racing on that, Darren, but I would suggest the the Shanna plan's been crumpled up. Boop. Oh, firing Babs and Kyle Dubas, I don't think was in the Shanna plan. So we have a new plan. We don't have a name for the plan, but the Shanna plan is not happening anymore. Thoughts?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's been crumpled up and then opened back up, you know, and you see the crump and there's lines and red ink all over it. and You know, there's been um, addendums (laughs) and you-know-what to that Shanna plan. But you know what? Um, To move on from Brendan Shanahan, and then, you know, I don't think you're going to move on from Brad Tree living after one year, but I think you missed playoffs or ground exit again, and you're going to have to really look at uh, what you're doing moving forward.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're, as I said, having a fantastic discussion here i'm enjoying it i hope everybody else is as much as me as you say darren when i'm happy the cr- the crowd's happy so that's good jen at the four season says the oil have been in the western finals two years in a row i'm hoping they can get over that hump and go all the way this year well <laughs> serena hates when i pick her teams to win anything because she says that i'm always wrong but that's not the case I picked the Vegas-Florida Stanley Cup final two years ago, and they ended up making it last year. Uh, last year, I said, an Edmonton-Toronto Stanley Cup final, as did a lot of people, didn't happen, but I think there's a chance that that might happen this year. Somebody, oh, B. Henderson in Winnipeg writes and He says, Buffalo versus Winnipeg in the Stanley Cup final this year. Bank it. And then he adds an LOL. I do have Buffalo to make the playoffs, and I also have Winnipeg to make the playoffs. And I think I told you Monday, watch out for the Predators because I talked to their staff at their rookie tournament on the weekend, and they're big fans of Barry Trotz. Things have changed there. And it's not that there was a problem under David Poyle, but things have changed. And uh, it's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for them. It's a good franchise. Anyways, Colin in Ottawa has answered the bell. Thank you, Colin in Ottawa. He says, can the Senators improve their coverage in their own zone? Frankly, the back end was bad for Ottawa last season, and if vast improvements aren't made, then there will be no playoffs again. What did Claire Hanna say yesterday? Seven years out of the playoffs, and Brady Kachuk, the captain, saying, I'm tired of it? Saying it? And going out and doing something about it are two totally different things. He's, a, from what everything I hear, a, just a tremendous captain of the Ottawa Senators. But they keep, I from what I see, I feel like they keep tweaking and changing things. Like Claire said yesterday, they have a tremendous young young group. They do, but I thought Debrink, DeBrinket was supposed to be part of that. And you just kind of want people that want to be there, right? Like. All those guys in Edmonton, which was routinely voted the worst place in the Western Conference to play by NHL players. It was on Long Island in the East, Edmonton in the West. Edmonton's locking up all those guys. Everybody wants to be in Edmonton. Why don't they want to be in Ottawa? I I don't know. That's why I asked the question... You know what I mean? And, and Colin says also, can Eunice Karpasalo yeah. be the true number one goalie they haven't had since Craig Anderson left the Sens in 2020? That's the other thing. I don't like teams switching goalies all the time, and the orders are doing that, and I don't really like that either. But do you have a take on Ottawa before we move on to the Montreal Canadiens?
2: Yeah, well, they haven't made the playoffs in seven years, and when the team's not winning, why do I want to be a part of that if I'm a free agent? Now, <laughs> they've got a good yeah. young core very exciting core, but it's kind of like you don't want to be the first one to the new thing until the new thing is proven to be something cool. So they need to get to the playoffs and show the world that they're trending towards contending for a cup. And when they do, go oh, there, Edmonton. You got the best player in the world, maybe the second or third world in Leon. And you're looking at a team now that's pushing and expected to get to a Stanley cup. I want to be a part of that right? If it falls to the playoffs and lights the world on fire, be a part of that too. Uh,
1: I appreciate everybody chiming in. I can't get to everybody's comments. As I said, uh, there's a lot of new viewers on this program. We'll try to get to as many comments as we can. Nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three. We welcome everybody watching now and making us part of their daily routine on Shaw Rogers Channel 230. Just pleased as punch to be on there. Jeff, the Stams fan says, is anyone picking the Flames for the playoffs? Well, I don't think you want my prediction on that. I had him going to the Stanley Cup final last year, as you may or may not remember, and they pooped their drawers and fired their coach and GM. Oh, no. The one thing I've spent enough time in Calgary the last couple of years that the fans are very excited about, or sorry, upset about, is they don't have a 12 to 13 million dollar player you just said it the orders have mcdavid your leafs have matthews they're like we don't have that star we're in the mushy middle we're not really good we're not really bad and they kind of they're kind of like if we're going to be really if we're going to be bad let's be really bad and draft a star a big star and so john ohm i hear this a lot I got to take umbrage with it. He says, the only thing holding Edmonton back is goaltending. And then he says, ask Serena. Ask her what? She's not on here today. You ask her. I get that so much. Why is she more popular than me, Darren? Oh, wait. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Um, Their goalie was a finalist for the Calder Trophy last year. What more do you want? Why are people so down on Edmonton's goaltending? And by the way, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm a goalie guy, and I'm a Western Canadian backer. Stuart Skinner is a goalie from Edmonton who played for the Swift Current Broncos, so I may be biased. Why are they so down on this guy? And for that matter, Jack Campbell. Everybody forgets about Jack Campbell. I thought he was supposed to be the savior in Toronto. He wasn't. Um, It's a pretty good tandem in Edmonton. Why are people crapping on him?
2: I think, you know, because they haven't won, there's been some inconsistency. I think you're still thinking about back to Mike Spence and the goaltenders before that have let you down in the playoffs. Um, you got to have some patience. You're right. Stuart is just a final for the Calder. He's young. He's getting better every year.
1: Okay, we're losing Moose. I don't know if you need to refresh or what you need to do. Hopefully you can fix that. But the one thing, maybe maybe order fans and sports fans in general will actually start to listen to me because what I'm hearing from people is that my wisdom every day is making a difference. You can't blame Stuart Skinner nor Jack Campbell for the failures of the past similar to just to give you a great example, Winnipeg, Uh, When Troy Westwood was saying, you can't blame this year's bombers for the 30-year drought. You're doing it, but you can't. It's not right. He was right. At some point, you got to allow them to do their job and trust them. I don't... I I, I believe Darren's right. I mean, Darren's not just a pretty face. In that they're, they're down on these guys because they have no reason not to be. They haven't proven themselves. Give them a chance. I like what Darren said about Austin Matthews. Why would he sign in Toronto? Best chance he had to win. Never thought about that. Everybody thinks it's about money. And a lot of times it is. But that's a really good answer. Yeah. Leanne uh, says Skinner's good, but played too many regular season games and got tired. Less the load for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't go along with that. <laughs> and it's not just me. One of the reasons I love, love, love so much living in NHL markets, and I have lived into Calgary and now South Florida, is talking with the NHL people. And, and one of those is Kelly Rudy. I, I don't know why Kelly hasn't talked about this on the air, and I, I don't want to say anything out of school, but he doesn't get the way the game is now where goalies can't play on back-to-back nights. It's like you don't swing in a 3-0 pitch. You don't play your goalie back-to-back. Yeah, well, Winnipeg did it last year with Hellebeck when they were trying their ass off to get into the playoffs, and it worked, and they got in. And by the way, if you want to know Serena's opinion, hers was this. with What's up, Clark? Did you, Were you going to say something? No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Jersey Jim will have some opinions on all these things. He's got opinions on everything. Um, her epi- her question on Montreal we put our heads together we get along really good and we love having these discussions I said what's Montreal's burning question and her suggestion on that was how long will these fans be patient because <laughs> she said they're volatile they're violent I think violent, violent was her term Montreal Canadiens fans are violent Maurice Richard Riot 1955 they're like Rider fans. These fans now are descendants of the people that tried to burn the rink to the ground in 1955. How long are they going to be patient? Because they're still patient. They're riding, I guess, that wave of going to the Stanley Cup final two years ago, but then they finished dead last and drafted number one overall, missed the playoffs again last year, and I think they're going to miss the playoffs this year. I think they're going to be dead last in the Atlantic division. How long will they be patient in Montreal? I know you're all watching out there in Eastern Canada, so would you mind answering? Because the ratings show us that you are. You don't understand that you can interact with us. 902-518-3033. How long are you going to be patient, Montreal fans? That was Serena's question. Jersey Jim joins us next. NHL writer. He'll have opinions on all these things. He's a good one. We are live on Game Plus television, and we do air all through New Jersey on Altus Cable. New York City, too. On the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, YouTube Live, Apple and Spotify. away we go i appreciate everybody for answering the bell today uh, our last canadian nhl team before the break what's their burning question and it was how long will they be patient chad glasser watching the show puts his hand up and says lifetime habs fan here montreal still needs a replacement for Carey price until they get that the drought will most likely continue Thank you for answering. That's a good one. Have they found the next Kerry Price? He doesn't sound confident. Jersey Jim, Jim Berenger, covers the NHL for NHL Full Press, among other things. As you can see, he has an affinity for the New Jersey Devils. How you doing, Jimbo? What's up, bro?
3: What's going on, Rod? How you doing today? Nice weather out Just everywhere a here in day. Jersey and in Florida, so it's nice.
1: Hey, would you do me a favor and tell everybody how much your, your mom loves the RP show? What's the story there?
3: My mom loves the RP show. Got it on every day. I have it on as well, but she loves it. Every time she hears my name, she gets a little smile on her face.
1: (laughs) She did a great job, Jersey Jim. Obviously, she loves it when her boy's on. So forget all those seven Canadian NHL teams. What's the burning question facing the New New Jersey Devils as they get ready to open training camp?
3: Can they exceed expectations? Can they follow up? Those are two questions follow up from last year and show that they're not a fluke yeah it's multiple questions but those are the questions i'm asking this team can they do what they did last year because to me they have to get to the conference final this year to show that last year wasn't a fluke and the only way to do that is to come out great start show everybody hey we got the pieces they add to foley Great ad from Calgary, by the way. He's going to add to that offense. Their top nine is probably one of the best in the NHL right now. Again, question marks on the back end. They lose Damon Severson. Ryan Graves is out of town, but you bring in a Simone Nemich, a Luke Hughes. But to me, this team can't go backwards this year. They have to continue to move forwards, and they're going to have to deal with expectations because, let's be honest, a lot of people around the league love New Jersey. They love where they're heading. It's time for them to take the next step, and the next step is not just the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the conference final.
1: Well, they were for sure the story in my mind of the NHL last year, but I I think, I don't like the term fluke, but I don't think they're going to pose another huge improvement. I don't. Do you? What do you think they're going to do?
3: I think they're going to do what they did last year. I believe this team's a playoff team. But if I look at the Metro Division up and down, I'm putting Carolina first. Why? Defensively, they're a little better. Goaltending, they're a little better. Last time I was on here, we talked about Connor Hellebuck. And, you know, if he comes to New Jersey, then this team's a legit Stanley Cup contender and has a threat to win the Stanley Cup because he is that good of a goaltender that can win a series, win games, and give them the stability in between the pipes that they need. Their goaltending was exposed against Carolina. It saved them against the Rangers, but the Rangers just can't hang with New Jersey speed. But if you look at that Metro division, Carolina won New Jersey too. You know, three's open right now. Is it the Rangers? Is it Pittsburgh? You know, you have the Rangers out. I do, too, because that team got a lot older and specifically at the backup goaltending position. Jonathan Quick, it's a great story, but, you know, how often are you going to rely on this guy to to do what he did last year for Vegas? Completely different defense in Vegas than in New York. So to me, can they compete with the speed of New Jersey and Carolina? I think those are the two teams to beat in the Metro Division, and they're going to be battling for first place again this year.
1: Jersey Jim Berenger with us from NHL Full Press. Uh, just some other NHL questions that I'm dying to ask you, and you always have the great takes. At the end, we'll ask you where to where people can follow your stuff. But the poll question today is: uh, Do you follow Spit and Chicklets? Are you a fan or a follower of Spit and Chicklets? Because you have had some strong takes on the Mike Babcock situation. Would you relate that to our audience? Uh, your take on what's gone on in the last week.
3: Yeah, so I do follow these guys. I don't listen as much as I used to. Um, they do have some good takes, and I'm glad that they use their platform for a good thing. Um, again, if you follow me and you know I'm a big wrestling guy, CM Punk is had some issues in All Elite Wrestling and was just fired uh, because of some behind-the-scenes backstage fighting. Both guys, Mike Babcock and CM Punk, are very polarizing and controversial figures in their profession. And to see that the situations played out the way they did, look, love them or hate them, they bring money, they do what they do. But again, there's reasons why they're not in their respective professions anymore. Babcock, look, you can't do what you did in 2023. It's a different type of player. Maybe the player's always been the same. But those things that we're hearing, and I've been told it was just the tip of the iceberg uh, from what we – were told yesterday by Columbus that this was just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, that means there's more to come out if it ever comes out. But again, look, what Babcock did was wrong. Uh, privacy. And, you know, again, what Craig Button said yesterday, it seems to be what's going around the league, uh, that goodbye, good riddance, and never coming back. And I agree with that. He's never coming back. And he's just a controversial figure. Um, and hopefully, you know, the lessons learned here that people need to dive in and do their due diligence on people that they bring into their organization. Look, I separate what happened coming in with Babcock. I was like, okay, he's a good coach. I seen what he does. I've heard the stories. We both believe in second chances, third chances. Let's see what happens. And look, we don't even get the training camp and he's out the door already. So again, if you follow me and you know, me and wrestling and hockey for me go together. There's a lot of similarities. I compared him to CM Punk and it seems to be playing out that way.
1: kana as they say in your neck of the woods, the over under at Bet Regal for his points is 69.5. Are you going over or under on uh, on that 69.5 in his rookie season.
3: I'll take the over just for fun uh after what i saw at the prospect tournament oh boy this kid is special generational talent they said it at the draft there's only a handful of these guys that come out every so often this kid is special he's a generational talent there's uh there's guys i speak with on monday night we a group of friends that we said when chicago went through everything that they went through we coined the phrase 10-year rebuild uh that rebuild sped up about by three to five years with this kid Hmm. uh bedard is so special uh, and you know what? He's just what he did at World Juniors. What he's done everywhere he's gone. I can't wait to watch him in, a, in an NHL uniform. If people have never watched him, you're gonna see him for the first time, and you're gonna be amazed what this kid does with the puck, stick handling, speed. The fact that he's training with Connor McDavid in the off season just tells you what mindset this kid has, and he wants to be one of the best players in the world. And he's not gonna be that right away, but he's gonna be there, and he's gonna be in that conversation. Look out. Um, He's going to have a good year with the guys he's playing with in Chicago. If he's on the line with Taylor Hall, they're going to do some damage in Chicago. Look, they're not going to make a playoffs by any means, but they're going to be a little bit more competitive than people think. They're still going to be at the bottom of the division and the bottom of the conference. But Chicago is going to be a team you're going to want to watch just because Bedard.
1: Jersey, Jim, where can people follow their stuff?
3: You can follow me at Jim Berenger on Twitter uh at full press nhl on twitter as well get me jim beringer facebook uh jersey Jim 33 on instagram if you want to follow along check the stories out what's going on down here or i'm in vermont or wherever i am on the road sometimes i also get me linkedin jim beringer follow along and uh, check out the podcasts that are out full press nhl podcast we had a couple great guests come on as well so check me out all, all over the, the nation and uh all over canada jersey everywhere you go as johnny cash said i'm everywhere
1: <laughs> yes I'm you are as a matter of fact you forgot one you got a new instagram account uh, what is it night recap or Nightly oh, night cap?
3: yeah Nightcap recap check out the night cap recap on instagram also full press nhl on instagram as well so there's a lot of a lot of places you can get me
1: i got you jim i got you bro and I, and I forgot to ask, uh, hey, you were at the NHL draft in Nashville. How was it?
3: Oh, it was awesome. Uh, Nashville was great, great experience, awesome place. Uh, it was hot, um, but it was awesome. Everybody was talking about Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson. That's a kid you're going to want to watch in Columbus this year, Adam Fantilli. Uh, he's going to have a special season as well. For me, I think one, one, two for the Calder. I think Fantilli and Bedard, I think those two guys are going to battle for it this year.
1: Okay, my friend, thanks. Say hey to your mom for me. Tell her she did a great job. Keep it up, man. Talk to you soon.
3: Talk to you soon. I will. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good day.
1: Jersey Jim, guess where he's checking in from? New Jersey. Janet, the Four Seasons, writes in. She says, that's the only reason I'll be following the Hawks now. Times two, sis. We'll be right back with a sports update in overtime audience takeover it's your last chance to get your comments and questions out today 902-518-3033 or the streaming chat we'll be right back on game plus tv wqee apple music youtube live and spotify Okay, everybody, as you should know by now, Overtime is brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide. Give him a follow, by the way, on Instagram, Overtime Hockey Lanes on Twitter, Overtime HL22. I follow them both there. I learned that they had a new lane record last night at Overtime, a 137-kilometer-an-hour slap shot. Does anybody real fast want to tell me what that works out to in miles an hour? That's a sub 100-mile-an-hour slap shot, but still good. Still very good. 137 kilometers, pardon me, an hour slap shot. Ripped last night at overtime hockey lanes in Calgary, 28th Street Northeast. We're following very closely. Go give them a follow. And maybe go down there and see if you can take a shot at the title. We're so proud and happy to have hockey's uh, overtime lanes on board with the RP Show. We got news, breaking news on this Tuesday as we look at a sports update for Common Crown Brewing. Cleveland Brown star running back Nick Chubb will undergo surgery on his left knee after suffering a gruesome season-ending injury in Monday night's loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. A four-time Pro Bowler. In six seasons, Chubb got hurt when Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick tackled him low on a carry in the second quarter. The impact buckled the same knee Chubb injured in 2015 at Georgia and had reconstructed. Coach Kevin Stefanski confirmed this morning that Chubb's season is over. He did not provide any specifics on the severity of the injury, nor when he'll have the operation. Meanwhile, how about this? The playoff-bound Tampa Bay Rays put the finishing touches today on plans for a new 30,000-seat ballpark in St. Petersburg. As part of a $6.5 billion development project that includes affordable housing, retail, bars and restaurants, and a black history museum. The site is on the same 86-acre tract of downtown land where Tropicana Field now sits. That domed, oddly tilted ballpark would be demolished once the new one is built in time for opening day in 2028, said Ray's co-president Brian Ald. So they're not moving. Montreal, move along to something else. Sports update brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five. Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Four of those sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. We have less than five minutes for you to reach us here, 902-518-3033. The text line is for EMJ Marketing. They provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Look him up, Joe, at emjmarketing.com. Uh, thank you, BW from Edmonton. He's a trucker who follows this show daily on YouTube. He says, I'm almost to Williston, North Dakota. Clear signal all day. Must be all the grain dust from the combines. Great show. Thank you, BW. Appreciate you for that. Um, Ryan in upstate New York says, Jim's a good guy. He's talking about Jersey Jim. And a great podcast guest. Knows the Devils and the New York Jets. Great stuff. Interesting, they're talking about goalie trades, and I have no idea how they got onto this. Earl James in Winnipeg, you're a gem, man. You're a fantastic fact finder. Ah, that's what it was. Chad and Lethbridge brought up, maybe the Habs should trade for Jacob Markstrom to replace Carey Price. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're not replacing Carey Price. Not your fault, but those are astronomical Uh, expectations to put on any goalie coming into montreal i thought it was going to be caden primo i guess it's not i never thought it was going to be jake allen who else did they acquire in the offseason clark they got a goalie in the offseason did they not in a trade i gotta go yeah i gotta go through their uh training camp roster i guess but to to sit there and think anybody's going to be the next Carey price in today's day and age, to start assaulting the record books of the names Patrick Waugh, George Vezina, Ken Dryden. That's what Kerry Price was doing. If we hold Casey to Smith, thank you. That's who they signed. Yeah, he ain't going to be the next. No. And I say that because I'm wrong. I expect every Dallas Cowboys quarterback to be the next Troy Aikman, and that's, that's not fair to Dak. Because we're seeing so far in this NFL season, he's doing a pretty good job on his own of being the next Dak Prescott. And they're winning games. Oh, anyways, these guys were bringing up um, goalie trades over the years. And I I apologize. Uh, Earl says, Kirk McLean for Sean Burke was weird. Bob Essence for Tim Shevelday. Oh, thank you, by the way, Ryan O'Radio. Hope you got those pipes working. Ryan O'Radio, I was listening to him this morning out here on WQEE. His throat's shot. Maybe tomorrow we'll tell some stories about me losing my voice various times. It's brutal, man. I feel for you. Like I said this morning, I've been there. Take care of yourself. Anyways, Ryan O'Radio says, another great RP show. Always tends to happen in the biggest moments. For me, a lot of it has to do with the pressure I put on myself. Happened in the Memorial Cup in 2001, 2013, Grey Cup. Part of it has to do with uh, running yourself ragged. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're doing that, Ryan, so take care of yourself. Thank you today, Jersey Jim, Coach Phil, great job to our entire crew. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern. You're on the RP Show. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)